0: This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents, which you can also access at CortezCurrents.ca. The home of one of Cortez Radio's most popular DJs burned down last Friday. Highway Hippie has been living in a trailer at Breezy Bay Farm on Saturna Island since December. An RCMP investigation determined that the fire was caused by a short in the electrical system.
1: I had the RCMP come back the next day because... I thought it was suspicious. There was an explosion. It blew a hole in my hat and it blew the glasses off my face. So I immediately thought arson. But the RCMP fire inspector walked me through his inspection and explained everything to me. He told me that 90% of RV and trailer fires happen because of a short in the electrical system.
0: Explained Highway Hippie.
1: Last Friday, I lay down about 1 o'clock in the afternoon and my partner was preparing a turkey outside. I expected a phone call from my doctor on Quadra Island, and it came at 4 o'clock, at which point I woke up and had a chat with him for about five minutes. Then I saw that it had a text message from the president of the co-op, the farm that I'm at. I went to meet them down at the main house. It was built in 1879 or something, just to check on a water situation. It was right around 420, 425. I ended up back at my trailer site, which is at the top of the top and the back of the property. I put the bike on the kickstand and as I was walking in the sliding glass door, which is left open all the time for our pets to come in and out, I saw smoke rolling out of our spare room in the front of this 38 foot park model trailer. It really took me by surprise because there's nothing in there except pet food and empty boxes. And just some stored stuff. There's no power outlets or anything being used there. I couldn't get to the fire extinguisher because it happened to be in that room. And as I turned to leave and run out of the trailer, there was an explosion. And it blew my hat and my glasses off my head. I ran up to the other motorhome and I grabbed a small fire extinguisher. By the time I got back to the trailer, that room was fully engulfed. I dumped the fire extinguisher in that room and it it didn't help at all not at all so i panicked i was worried about my pet and i had a new one that i had rescued there a couple of weeks before she had been abandoned on a sailboat and left there for nine days before i went and rescued her i went to the back of the trailer and opened the back door and of course i i fed the fire there was a back draft and the trailer instantly went up in flames there was nothing i could do Except stand back, turn my video (coughs) camera on, and helplessly
0: watch everything. Was everything you had in that trailer?
1: That was everything I had, Roy. Two years ago, my sailboat sunk about the same time. And uh, I started from scratch then. I lost my clothes and many pictures I had of my children and stuff two years ago. So I had uh, the stuff that I had acquired over the last couple of years. It was precious stuff. I had a signed edition of a book from... Chief Dan George, I had some bear claws and first indigenous trinkets that were in my medicine box to decorate my medicine bag, which was also in that box. All the food that we had managed to preserve this year to have winter stores was all in the trailer as well. At the end of the day, it's all just stuff. There's two routes you can take. You can either wallow in the devastation and the loss or you can rejoice in the miracles that happen around you. If you open your eyes and you see what's happening because there's definitely miracles happening in my life and it's all because of that community. I would encourage everybody to embrace the community, support your local merchants, your local farmers. Those are the people at the end of the day that are going to be there and have your back. Sure, I lost everything, but I have an extended family around me that cares about my well-being, be it mental or physical. And these are things that I did not recognize before. I was so busy trying to make an impression and trying to get on this land that I forgot about all of that stuff. I forgot about that hard work that I have been doing and would continue to do. And, And the payoff is that I am a member of this community now. Complete strangers to me know that I'm the guy that hauled in the fresh Okanagan fruit. Even though the fruit's not in season anymore, the people at the store still have me go over to the city every couple of weeks to purchase juice and whatever fruit they do have, be it apples or pears. And I've been running myself pretty hard the last couple of months between gardening and supplying local organic vegetables and as well as going to the coast once a week into Langley to pick up Anywhere from 30 to 45 cases of fresh Okanagan fruit, which I distributed. I've been running around looking for a home for 57 years of my life. And I have a sense that I do have that home. Even though I'm starting from scratch, I have the most important ingredient. I didn't know where it was, but it's right inside me. What's your biggest need? I'm trying to replace two laptops microphones, a mixer board, and the stuff I did to keep the end of the road show on the air at Cortez Radio. It's been four years now. And I've been all over Vancouver Island, British Columbia, and Saskatchewan, pumping the wattage to the cottage, as it were. I love what I do because it's therapy for me. I can take in all the things that I see in the world that frustrate the heck out of me, and I can turn that into music to one day a week for two and a half hours. And it's therapy for me. And I hope that it's therapy for the listeners too, the people that tune into the end of the road show can appreciate my sometimes very abrasive opinionated commentary, which I like to keep brief and then just play long sets of music because it's the music that heals. And I don't care what genre it is. For every song that is played on the end of the road show, I read the lyrics. I know exactly what the song is meaning. That was my biggest concern, not being able to do the radio show again. My biggest need right now is replacing the electronic equipment that I just finished paying off. When was your last show? It was last Wednesday.
0: What do you do now?
1: Here's the amazing part, because... I went to this farm back in December and introduced myself to, let's just say some riffraff on the farm that had some privilege and they lived in a house there. I told them what my intentions were and they invited me in, but there's a board of directors on that farm and there's four or five families that live on that farm and some of them have lived there for 50 plus years. Come right around the 1st of April, there was a fight and uh, part of the fight was over who i was and what i was doing there but most of the fight was over their lack of following protocol and their privileged attitude so uh, they left the farm at that point the management came to me because they had seen me around they'd known that i had just had a sacred fire up there for 16 days and i took a vow of silence and i had no electronics and i prayed Well, I was up there and I had a fire going 24 hours a day. They asked me if I wanted to stay on the farm at that site that I was at up there on the hill. And I said, absolutely. That's why I came here. So he said, well, considering the trouble we just had with those other two, we're not going to charge you any rent. And that way, if we ask you to leave, there's no legal recourse on your part and you will have to leave. We will call this a probationary period. I did that all summer long uh, on the probationary period. But when I was on the farm, I, I acted like the farm was mine. They had given me a little 125 Honda that I could ride around because I was going up and down and up and down and up and down the hill and fixing fences and cutting blackberries. Whenever I saw something, I just took the initiative and I got it done. September 1st, they had their annual board of directors meeting, at which point they invited me to stay and become a leaseholder on the farm for a pittance. I won't say what the dollar value is, because it would shock most people It's such a pittance. Tell us about the trailer that burned down. This is a trailer. The management had put that up there seven or eight years ago. I was worried. I went down because there's a fire here, and the fire department's there, and I saw the farm manager, and she asked me how I was doing, and I said, well, I, I don't know. How am I doing? Am I going to be asked to leave now because of this fire? And they said, absolutely not. In the days since that fire, I've been approached by other members of the farm family. And they've expressed uh, that they're thankful that I've decided that I want to stay and carry on. So I have the site up there. some maybe a half an acre, which is my site. That I can do what I want there. I can put in a trailer. I can do some 100 square foot or less cob structures, which was part of the plan. And I've been gathering materials up until the time of the fire started. The community has come together. And I've got some clothes now. They've been bringing me meals. There's been people putting money on my bill at the store so that I can buy the food that I want instead of them picking food for me. I've gotten a pretty extensive network and I've had some deposits made all the way from as far down south as Brazil and east to Great Britain. I really got to thank the community of Saturna Island, all the folks, uh, away from the fire department, the Southern Gulf Islands, RCMP, the people at Breezy Bay Farms that have taken me in and wrapped their arms around me and accepted me for who I am and I don't have to walk on eggshells around them.
0: Anyone wishing to help Highway Hippie and his partner get on their feet financially can make a direct deposit e-transfer to you at gmail.com. That's H-I-W-A-W-H-I-P-P-Y number 4-U at gmail.com. This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. Goodbye.